Hi, this is Sarah. This is Lauren. And today we have a spooky podcast for you. (laughs) No, no, that was good. (laughs) Anyway. Um, um, Yeah, so today we're going to talk about the history of Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. What a spooky day we have here. Not many people know about the background information of Halloween, so we kind of want to start out with that because it's kind of crazy. There's a lot of twists and turns, so Lauren is an expert on this, so she's going to start us off. I wouldn't say I'm an expert on it, but I have done some recent digging. <laughs> that would maybe qualify qualify me as being more informed. This is also, yeah, this is also your favorite holiday. So That's true. Know. It is. You know what's up. Uh, but all the, like, Halloween stuff has gotten me a little more scared than usual, so I'm kind of rethinking <laughs> why it's my favorite holiday. Because for some reason, yeah. I don't know. A little more freaked out this year than previous. I came home today and Lauren was like, our house is haunted. Our house is haunted. <laughs> I, I think it could be. I saw a face in the dark that night. Oh gosh. I told her not to say that. <laughs> that wasn't real. We can't think like that. <laughs> well, we'll see if what happens next. So I guess I'll start with the origins. Um, so Halloween just kind of dates, it dates back to the Celtic festivals of, I believe it's pronounced the Soan. Um, the Celts lived about 2,000 year, years ago in Ireland, uh, and they kind of, like their traditions that started in this season just over the years developed into modern day Halloween. So. Um, they celebrated their new year on November 1st. So on October 31st, um, they would celebrate the harvest and like the new time of the year starting. But that time of the year was also um, often associated with human death. So it was kind of a dark celebration. Uh, on the night before the new year, they believed that the boundary of like different worlds was thinned or blurred and that spirits or loved ones any supernatural races could pass like through that boundary and then they would come to earth again i guess that led them to um like leaving food out yeah a lot of them would um They would put food out for, like, for the dead souls because they believed that, like, even if they weren't their family, just any dead souls would revisit their previous homes. And so they would leave out food and other hospitality items to, like, please them (laughs) because if they weren't their family, then they could, like, you don't want some strange spirit coming to what they thought was their home and being angry and then sticking around. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Um, That's but, not what we want. Yeah, so there's like a lot of other cultures that also have this belief. Uh, I don't know if that stems from 
the Celtics, but there's like Day of the Dead, uh, Dia, los, Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. um, where like they also, they but they believe that their family members come back, mm-hmm. like the five days, I think like the beginning of November, and they like leave food out and put up their pictures. Um, that's the extent that I know of that from what I learned from Coco, but um, <laughs> it's like a similar belief or tradition. Um, and there's a lot of other cultures that believe that too, um, where they just like welcome the dead into their home. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the rituals, I guess, or practices that they did back then have been like transition into modern day traditions like bobbing for apples or fortune telling like you can see where the like those came from like trick-or-treating came from an old tradition called mummying which is how it like spread to the other countries near Ireland mostly throughout the UK like England and then from there eventually over to America and this is were mostly kids they would go from house to house dressed in like in disguises and they would do they would recite verses and like songs and things and in exchange for food like cakes fruit whatever um and this was kind of them imitating the spirits that they believed returned um i'm not sure if at this time they believed that like they still believed that spirits um, did that, but the kids would Im- imitate them and go door to door. Um, it was called mummying? Mummying or guising. Why is it called that? Do you know? Um, I don't know. Probably just like, like, mummy was probably like a term back then because the Egyptians are like one of the oldest civilizations yeah. and maybe it has to do with like mummies are all wrapped up mm-hmm. and they would like disguise themselves um, as the dead and so I would assume it just comes from that yeah. like disguising yourself as the dead disguising yourself as the dead they also back then would do a form of the jack-o'-lantern they would carve it in a different uh I don't know, fruit or vegetable. I don't know if pumpkin is oh, a fruit yeah. or vegetable, but... I think it's a vegetable. Then a different vegetable. I can't tell um, you why I think that, but... Because it has seeds? Or do but seeds make it fruit? Se- yeah. That's... So, is it fruit? I'll Google. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they would um, carve faces into those. Um, pumpkin is a fruit. Because it matches this dictionary definition of fruit. The edible plant structure of a mature ovary of a flowering plant, usually eaten raw. But the same entry goes on to add many fruits, which are not sweet, such as tomatoes, beans, green peppers, etc., are popularly called vegetables. So, pumpkins are a fruit. You heard it from us first. (laughs) Who knew you'd learn something so crazy on this podcast today? Yep, that's the craziest thing you'll learn today. <laughs> today yeah. Pumpkin's a vegetable. Or no, it's a fruit. 
<laughs> I already forgot. Sorry. Yeah, Lawrence, give us fake news. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the jack-o'-lantern actually has a pretty cool old tradition. So originally, they're thought to frighten off evil spirits. Um, and there's like a really popular folk tale. I'm just gonna read that for you guys because it's pretty cool. Um, it's kind of about a soul that is like forbidden to enter both heaven and hell. So it's like kind of an interesting predicament. Um, but yeah, here it is. En route home after a night's drinking, Jack encounters the devil and tricks him into climbing up a tree. Quick thinking, Jack etches the sign of a cross into the bark, thus trapping the devil. Jack strikes a bargain that Satan can never claim his soul. After a life of sin, drink, and mendacity, Jack is refused to enter heaven when he dies. Keeping his promise, the devil refuses to let Jack into hell and throws a live coal straight from the fires of hell at him. It was a cold night, so Jack places the coal in a hollowed-out turnip to stop it from going out. Since which time Jack and his lantern have been roaming, looking for a place to finally rest. A poetic reading from Lorna Bate. <laughs> I love it. So, they're, um... The pumpkins, so what they used to use instead of pumpkins was turnips, so that's why the folktale um, says that he hollowed out a turnip um, that he put the coal in, because I couldn't remember earlier, but that's what they used to carve before pumpkins, uh, before the jack-o'-lantern. Uh, so that was just kind of an interesting, like, route to that, that I didn't know about. Yeah. The jack-o'-lantern actually symbolizes, like, kind of a limbo. Now, every time you see a jack-o'-lantern, you know the real meaning. And you don't want to be a jack-o'-lantern. At least I don't. Yep, Sarah, you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Great commentary. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I don't know what to say about that. No, yeah. it's just a creepy story. It speaks I, for itself. Personally, the Halloween is my least favorite ha holiday because it, I hate scary things. And everything during this time is scary. Like yesterday when I was leading Young Life, I was out of high school and these high schoolers were doing a stupid haunted house. Actually, I really like haunted house, even though I don't like scary stuff. Anyway, I was doing... I was like, they were doing this haunted house, and I was just trying to get to my car, but I had to walk past them, and they came out screaming at me, and I was freaked out, and I, they're only high schoolers, but they scared me. They got me. <laughs> I hate this time of year. <laughs> I think I'm beginning to like it less, just because all those things are scaring me more. Mm. Um, but I like the season. Maybe now like less Halloween but I like the season. I like the season too. <laughs> yeah I like the holiday season and I like like going out on Halloween like dressing up for Halloween like that's fun but I just don't like being scared every five minutes. Mm -hmm. Like I was 
at a house watching a scary movie and I literally left within 15 minutes because I just could not do it. <laughs> yeah, such a whip. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's kind of it for the history. Um, it's pretty new in America. Currently, Halloween is kind of... There's a myth that it's, like, diminishing a mm. little bit because of the modern-day dangers. Uh. Um, which, like, I could kind of see because... So, like, I've gone trick-or-treating older than most people do. <laughs> In the past couple years, I haven't seen as many people out as usual. So, like, I don't think there's many people trick-or-treating. Um, but I just read an article today about a five-year-old boy who, like, started acting all funky and, um, when his parents took him to the hospital, he was, like, really loopy and they found, um, like traces of meth. That's so creepy. And, which was from actually it wasn't from candy. It was from oh. the vampire teeth that he was wearing. It was laced on the inside. Who did that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's so screwed up. They don't know. Um. Yeah, and just all the like stories of the razor blades and the candy, and I think that is. I always thought those drawing... were myths. No, that 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 so has happened. Children. So I think that's drawing parents away from letting their kids go. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't persist because I want to take my kids trick-or-treating someday. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that... I feel like trick-or-treating will always be around. I mean, like, I went out every year when I was a kid. Me too. And, like, my neighborhood was fine. We never yeah. had any scandals. But back in, like, the 50s... Like, even children, like, they would go trick-or-treating without their parents. Yeah. But I read that, too, that, like, the parents would just wait home for their kids to go, and they never went with their kids. Yeah, that's definitely not happening. And that's not, yeah, that would never <laughs> happen, so it's like I could see you also more people not letting their kids, yeah. like, go out, or maybe not letting them eat the candy. Like, Scarish. maybe buy their own candy, or, like, yeah. bake them. Brownies and stuff. I don't know. On Halloween, we'd always my brother and I would go out with my parents, and then we'd usually have like, a couple friends, and we'd all come back and like swap candy. That's what That's I would do. Part. Yeah. Get rid of all the almond joys for the Kit Kats. <gasps> I love almond joys. We should swap the shit. Yeah, we should go <laughs> trick or treating together. We'd be a good pair. I'm down. I'm scared that people would get, get mad at me. Why? For, like, trick-or-treating. I don't look like I'm in high school. I went last year. I know, but, like, you could probably pass. I'm just too tall. That's true, you are tall. Yeah. People that just think I'm 16. Yeah. People have been thinking I'm in college since I was, like, 14, so... Oh. I don't know. Just kidding. Probably, like, 16. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna go this year, too. Yeah. Okay, last year we got kids at our house and we didn't think we were gonna get anyone so we didn't br we didn't buy any candy and we ended up giving them mints 
Who would come down our alley? That's what I said. I was like, whose parents are letting you walk down our dark alleyway that has no street lights? Yeah. To some rando's house. We should just put out a bowl. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's like fun passing out candy. I love doing it. But I'm like, if I was your parent, I would not let you come down this alleyway. Yeah. And how many people, how many kids came? Mm, Maybe 10. Oh. But like in groups, but there's only two houses on this alleyway anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, what's it's like, the point? It's kind of a waste of your time. Like, <laughs> look, kids. They probably got. If no you're listening candy. to this, you gotta strategize. <laughs> you gotta know where the houses are that give the good candy. And you gotta go there first. There were some houses that we went to that we were there at like 9 p.m. and we were the first people at their house. Because there wasn't anybody out trick-or-treating. The so heck? they just gave us, like, half their bowl. Was and we're like, like, well, we're gonna go to bed. And we're like... Interesting. Well. So. Cool. Yeah, I mean, also, candy's just, like, half price tomorrow. Or That's true. Thursday. So, yeah, tomorrow. No, tomorrow's Wednesday. I know, but this is posting on... Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, tomorrow. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> Sweet. Be safe. Yeah. Don't drive yourself places. Yeah. If you can't. You know what I mean. Don't stay out late, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Strategize your candy. And that has been a segment of tips from Lauren and Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media.